ready? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna start. Okay. This is Erica Lees, and today is October 19th, 2014. I am at the Spider House Ballroom at the Austin Archives Bazaar with Carla Carlson and Michael Carlson. Yeah. And we are going to talk about some of your Austin stories. So are both of you native Austinites? Yes, we, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Okay. yes, we are. Even our parents were native Austinites. Really? And you, you were telling me your parents went to high school together. My yes. mom went to high school with her mom and dad. Oh, really? My dad was born out there in Elroy, right where the F1 track is located. Oh, wow. Hold on just a second. Drew, are you picking them up or paying the mic, or should they turn more toward it? It would help, I think. It might be best if you turn. I know that it's it makes sense to want to okay. look at me and talk, um, uh -huh. but if you talk more into the okay. mic. Okay. So I'm sorry. Which one's the mic? This one's the yeah. mic. Right there. Oh, I see it now. This um, is the mic. <laughs> so, so tell me what you learned uh, from your parents about them going to high school together. Well, they both lived in West Austin, right? They went to... Your mom went and lived in West... Well, your mom actually lived south. Uh -huh, your dad lived west. in East Austin. Uh-huh. And my mom lived in West Austin. Right. And they were acquaintances in... My mom threw rocks at your mom. Yeah. And uh, I won't tell the story what <laughs> happened after that. Because my not? mom is a pistol. <laughs> Why not? Tell me the story. Well, they just... They uh, didn't get along that well. They just put mm -hmm. distance... Between them, and, uh, but yet they knew each other very well. Yeah. The families, you know, they uh, they communicated. My my daughter is actually my stepdaughter. I've raised her since she was an infant, but her mother, her grandmother on her biological father's side went to high school with them too. So my daughter had three grandmothers that all knew each other from way back then. Oh way wow! Back then. And did yes. her grandmother throw any rocks? Probably. <laughs> 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 Probably. <laughs> now, you two both grew, grew up here. Um, how did you meet? We met, actually, I can't even remember. Probably it's at the been bowling so long. Alley. At the bo Austin Bowlerama. When we were kids, our parents bowled in leagues there. Yeah. Oh, which and, bowling alley was uh, Austin Bowlerama. Austin okay. Bowlerama. It's no longer there. It's on it's South, South Lamar. Lamar. But, uh, yeah, we spent a lot of time down there. Uh, with our mom and dads, and then we learned to bowl and continued that through tournaments. We we joined the bowling leagues and traveled, and uh, he was always bowling with the guys, and I was bowling with the girls, and the girls won the state tournament one year. We did too. And y'all did too. What oh, year was that? Golly. You were in seventh that? grade, wherever that was. I was yeah. a junior in high school, which was about 68. Like so you guys have known each other since you were kids. Yeah. No yeah, kids. See, our parents knew each other, so we we had always heard of the Carlsons. So. Okay. So do you remember when you first met at the bowling alley, mm -hmm. what it was like? Not really. No, we just Probably did our bowling. chasing each other or throwing yeah. rocks at each other. <laughs> <laughs> we always played outside around the bowling alley. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. we spent a lot of time. We were very... Uh, competitive yeah. in our bowling so we did spend a lot of time just doing that but we had a lot we of we bowled fun. on Saturday mornings in the same league uh -huh. so, so we've known each other a long time we've been married since 76 okay so, yeah. but then we you went to Joslyn yeah. elementary and I went to Zilker mm -hmm. elementary and then Porter Junior High is right. where we both came together again at that time in the same school. Right. And then went to Travis High School for one year before Crockett 
High School was built, and we ended up graduating from Crockett High School in 1970. And she's Crockett's first homecoming queen. Oh my really? God! Really? <laughs> That's history. Now tell me about <laughs> that. That's history. Well, I don't know. It was just a, a great honor, you know, and being the first one. They didn't have you a know, homecoming queen the first the year first because nobody coming home. Yeah, <laughs> so we. So in the second year, she she yeah. won by a landslide. Yeah, so uh, but it was very rewarding. I enjoyed my high school days a lot, and was in the dance and and the cheerleading she was side. So uh, it was just a lot of fun. But uh, he was always there. He was just a good friend as far as I was concerned. So um, now, when did that change? Know. When she got her divorce. It hadn't changed. <laughs> We're still good friends. Yeah. But yeah, I, I married in, for a year. And uh, then I got out of that bad situation early on. And he was always there. So he came and raised our daughter that I had from the first marriage. And um, so to this day, he's Pop and I'm Grammy. We have three grandkids. And, and uh, you've been married since 76. But we were always South Austin. My grandparents lived right down the street on 4th Street from us by Zilker School. And I spent a lot of time down there. Eat, she'd fix brown beans and cornbread and french fries and noodles with butter. And that was every Thursday of the world. I'd, I'd get to leave school, go eat at Granny's, and come back. I school. grew up down by South First and Ben White, down by the railroad tracks. Okay. So I grew up in different parts of South Austin. It was one of the things, one of the reasons I came here today was I have a Facebook group called South Austin Memories, and I'm trying to archive the history of South Austin. Mm -hmm. From that time frame when South Austin used to be a place that nobody wanted to live, and now everybody wants to live there. But back then, we were kind of looked down on. Uh, for living there, so we've got, I've got a lot of pictures and things and stories about old South Austin, which is, is which is important to us now. As, you know, as we're getting older. Now, what what are some of your memories of growing up in South Austin? Oh my gosh, you can talk about the South Austin icon. You're talking about Hans Harkoff. You can talk about the broken spoke back even in those days. Pick a favorite. Oh. I've got a favorite. What? I grew up uh, right up the street from um, uh, Barton Springs, and me and a girlfriend would take my dog Soupy and a BB gun and a sack lunch and hike all in Barton Hills before all of the houses were built down there. And we'd end up down the hill at Barton Springs go and climb across the fence so we wouldn't have to pay <laughs> and go swimming and just our only rule was we had to be home by dark. That was the day when we didn't lock our houses, we didn't lock our cars up or nothing. It was totally a different little town and since then has become booming city. And so I cherish those memories you know, that we had growing up. One of the memories I have that I remember so much is when they had the tire shooting mm -hmm. in 1966. That was August 1st, yeah. talking about the Charles Whitman shooting. Yeah. My dad had a shop on Riverside Drive between Barton Springs and, and South Congress, and we could sit there with our binoculars and look at the tower. You could still see the tower from there, and we could look and see the smoke coming off the, mm -hmm. 
the tire, you know, because I don't know if you realize, everyday people came out there with their guns and started shooting at that guy. It wasn't just the police, it was just like everybody was shooting at him, but uh, we could still see the tire from right there. And, and I was at the doctor's office uh, right down from the tower and uh, the people in the alleyway by the doctor's office, some of them got shot. And we didn't know exactly what was happening. And so me and my brother, we were six years apart, we're out there just climbing on the little fence, just passing the time till we could get in to see the doctor. And mom came out and said, come inside. She was watching, they had a TV right there in the doctor's office. And we were, same thing, watching those bullets hit, bing, bing, and smoke, and didn't really know until the news came on. We went inside, and we were so close to, you know, being in real trouble. So did your mom tell you what went through her mind when she saw that on the TV and realized that was right outside of where you were? Exactly. She came out there and said, get in here right now. And we knew by the tone of her voice, she <laughs> wasn't just a wolf. She was, she was serious get in right now and we didn't know how serious it was but after we got inside we were praising God that you know we hadn't had any uh, tragedies or anything so we felt really close to the situation having been right there in it you know so that was a very distinct memory yeah yeah it's weird because back in those days you could we didn't we didn't have any skyline to speak of besides the capital and and the tower, so you could see. And you could see of, the tower from everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the highlights of my South Austin memory is that the Rolling Stones came to Austin and performed right there on Town Lake, where we used to play and everything. And I got to go and watch them. Now, when was this? And this was how many oh, years ago? Oh, that wasn't very long ago. Just two or three. Five or six years ago. Oh, okay. This was like when that. they played recently. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right yeah. there but uh, that was the thing. I just felt like, oh my gosh, they've come to my backyard to play, and they were, you know. Well, speaking of music, when I was a kid, Mom used to have parties all the time. Blind George, I don't know if you've ever heard of Blind George. He was a crippled guy. He had some kind of disease, and his arm was like this on this hand. He played like this. And he was a fabulous music player. He played all around town. Mom would go pick him up for private parties at our house. So. Um, Brian George McLean, and uh, he played at the Split Rail and all around. Uh, matter of fact, he played with B.B. King one time. Really? So, oh, wow. We had a lot of musicians in yeah. my family. Uh, at every family reunion or whatever, that one would grab a fiddle and one would grab the gu guitar and one would grab the... Um, you know, ukulele, and we would have music all around our lives, you know. And for now, for Austin to be known as a music city, it just kind of came natural. Our first real date was at the Armadillo World Headquarters. Tell me about that. I, I took her to see Tom T. Hall, and uh, it, was a cool, it was a cool thing. It was, uh, uh, it was 1973, Tom yeah. T. Hall played the Armadillo. And you didn't have to smoke anything. All you did was inhale, and you were right up there with them. It, was, it wasn't intentional, but it happened. It, it was funny. It was the cowboys and the bikers and the hippies all in the same area, and they just got along. We all got just, along. And now where we live now, our, we've lived out there a long time. Our daughter grew up playing with Willie Nelson's grandkids because Willie's place is right around the corner from us. And Willie's kind of the one that made the Armadillo famous.
Mm-hmm. So uh, I take it the date went well. Well, yeah. It did. It, we didn't date all that long before I finally said, okay, I guess I can't run you off. But I'll marry you. <laughs> In so many words. <laughs> so many words. But anyway, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I, so, I accepted that. It was uh, just a lot of things, uh, and a lot of those, a lot of, a lot of these same things are on my Facebook group about South Austin because uh, there's a lot of people talking a lot about different aspects of South Austin that uh, I just don't want them to go away. There's so many people that were born and raised in Austin that are still here to this day, and their parents. I mean, our generation knew the parents of the other kids. We were almost all kin. We were almost all kin, <laughs> but we knew them all, you know, well enough to trust them with our lives, she, you know. She grew up on the street one over and knew the gal up there at the counter knew her daddy. Oh, really? Yeah. Her dad played ball with her dad. Wow. So, now, what, what neighborhood was that in? That was in South Austin. Zilker. Zilker okay. area, Wright Street. Peachtree Street. Okay, so your dad grew up in the same neighborhood you grew up in. My um, dad grew up in East Austin down by the river. East Austin. Okay. But then they they moved there after mom and dad married. I think they moved in with my grandparents, and they were the ones on Ford Street, right right around the corner. And we uh, bought the house that's about three blocks down from them. So we were very close knit family. Mm-hmm. And uh, spent a lot of time sitting on my papa's lap, listening to his stories. And uh, what were some of the stories you remember? Well, dropping his pants. Yes, that was funny. Um, we, my mom and I, were going down to take papa to the doctor, and his doctor was on South Lamar. Well, he had lost a lot of weight, and uh, I had one arm and mama had the other and papa told mama babe i'm gonna lose my drawers and she said oh paul you're not i'll get your drawers and here we were on south lamar and his pants fell all the way to the ground <laughs> and his little skinny legs in his uh, you know big boxer underwear shorts. boxer shorts were blowing in the wind <laughs> and mom and i were laughing so hard that we couldn't pick his pants up and he was mad. He said, "Dod blame thunderation! I told you I was gonna lose my pants, and y'all wouldn't listen." So it was pretty funny. That was a funny story. But um, anyway, we we took care of him. And, uh, um, so since you've both chosen to stay, stay here, what is it that, that keeps you in Austin? Oh, w- would you ever move anywhere else? No way. Mm-hmm. Our heritage. I have a family cemetery um, up on Hamilton Pool Road, which we will be buried in. Um, Cecil Perkins was my mother's first cousin, and he has just recently been um, given the award of, uh, what is it, Mike? Well, he was inducted to Texas Racehorse uh, Hall of Fame. Fame. And um, that's our roots. He still lives there. She's, she's got people buried up Fitzhugh Cemetery the from the early Cemetery 1800s. From the 1800s. Wow. Adams were their last name. My, my grandmother got here probably in the early 1900s. We so. have uh, uh, one of the Perkins lady. Um, Elaine Perkins has done a lot of geological genealogy. studies, genealogy. 
on our family, and it it goes back to the Heffingtons, which was my papa's last name, and shows a lot of history. And we went to church. We go to church at Compass uh, Church on Hamilton Pool Road, and. A little guy that comes all the time, his name is Michael McDonald, and come to find, I felt an attraction like there was something, you know, he just seemed close to me, and we figured it out. He is a distant cousin. He is in our family, and, you know, we that happens all the time. Her, 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 her grandpa's half-brother? was a tax collector for Travis County for years and years. He, was, he used to yeah. ride a horse around and collect property taxes. Steve Effington. Mm -hmm. wow. You can see all the documents and see uh, mm -hmm. see his name on a lot of the old tax. You know, so did he, he hear a lot about how people felt about taxes then? Uh, oh, I, 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 I think it was a different time, though, yeah. so much because, yeah. they, you know, they were real, they were like almost nothing, and, and they, did, they didn't... You know, they didn't, if you didn't have, have it. You didn't have it. They, he'd come back, and, okay. and it was kind of like it was, a, it was a different time. And um, I can say one thing that was kind of unique about my family is my grandmother on my mother's side. It was her. She was the only girl with nine brothers, and on my father's side, my grandma was the only girl out of nine brothers, and so the ladies kind of raised all of the brothers and cooked and cleaned and did all of that for the whole family. That family on my dad's side was Cravat. And uh, my grandfather worked for the city of Austin back at that time. And, what did he do? Um, you know, I, I don't really know what he did with the city Probably of Austin. Probably some type of maintenance or something. Yeah, probably. But uh, grandma just stayed at home she never had a job. She never drived. She was still, she was German. And um, we still have a lot of cousins from that Shane. Her family was Shane. We have a lot of cousins out in Dripping Springs and everywhere, uh, you know, that I see or talk to over Facebook all the time. Mm. So, you know, how could you ever leave something like we just, that? We got, there's so, hundreds of stories like that. Yeah, I mean, just, we just can't even... Well, we're, we're running out of a little bit of time. Good. But before I finish up, I just wanted to ask both of you, what does being an Austinite mean to you? Oh, my gosh. Being, I, I mean, you know, quite frankly, parts of it now I don't like as much. I, I hate driving in this town. Uh, it scares me half to death. Um, but... I don't blame people for coming here. <laughs> We'd like to tell them welcome, now go home, but that's not really the Christian way. But I remember when Ben White was a dirt road, so that goes I pretty when far back. We've it. seen it grow so much, and but yet all a bunch of that generation is still here. They, we have traditions that we love and family that we love, and I think that's what America you know, I, I is think, all about. I think a lot of people feel that way about their hometown, mm -hmm. um, but I don't think a lot of people have seen a town do what Austin's done as far as just explode. explode. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to explain because if you know where Crockett High School is, it's on Manshack Road. 1970, that was in the town. I mean, there was nothing past it, and now it's an inner city school. And that's only 40-something years later. I mean, that's just 
When we went to Crockett in the 1969-70 area, um, some of the kids would even ride their horses to school and tie them up at the tree outside and go out and see them at lunch and what have you. So, I mean, we have seen it all from, you know, this, this generation. Wow. Are there any ways that Austin stayed the same? The traditions of UT, University of Texas, a lot. We're very proud of it. We're very proud of our music city and that finally other people are seeing what we saw all along. Yeah, we it, found heaven and we just wanted to stay here. It, it's, 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 it's not, it's hard to tell you how it's different, but it's not the same um, because it's, uh, well, I guess back then we were all pretty much kin or we knew somebody's kin. I mean, we just, everybody, even though it was a pretty big town at that time, you still pretty much knew everybody. It was like a big family. And, uh, I, I used to not be able to go anywhere without knowing somebody. And I, now if I go someplace, I, I know somebody there, I'm going, wow. <laughs> and it's a young town now, too, because uh, go downtown, it's all young people. And uh, it used to be kind of a different kind of felt like a different mix. It didn't one didn't feel as young as it does now. And I guess that's one thing I like because it, you know we're getting older so it feels good to to be around young people and, and, and stuff like that. Okay. Well um, we're about out of time okay. so that sounds okay. like a good place to wrap yeah. up. Thank you so much for talking to me today. You're sure welcome. I really enjoyed hearing your story. You're sure welcome. Thank you.